Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by financial ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Hello and welcome everyone to the first of three thrilling holiday episodes chock full of magic. There's supposed to only be two, but they went so long that we're doing a special early release of the uh, the Trade Pro friends. George and Vico, I think, is what we should start everybody off with. Is a little sneak peek. I don't know about your house, Dan, but it's it's uh, it's tradition to to open one present on Christmas Eve. So I feel like we should be able to give them one interview Christmas Eve. Yeah, no, that that was tradition in my house. Yeah, that seems fair. And that was tradition in my house. All right. Well, now that I've already spelled who it is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> should, we, should we just jump right into it? <laughs> well, I think first we need to set the mood with a little uh holiday cheer and Christmas music. Oh no, that's done. Do that one for the next one. Well, there's a teaser, folks. We've got something coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got I got something else for that. Okay. I guess might as well just let it keep recording. All right. So uh I guess I guess we can open the doors and let George and B go in. Are are they are they still waiting? Yeah, they're out in the lobby. I'm not going to let them inside. Oh, Jesus. It's been like a week. <laughs> <laughs> let them in. Jesus Christ. They got a bathroom out there. They're fine. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. They're back again. George and Vico, everybody's friends. Gonna bring the brains and show you how. Got some questions for and better ask them now. Yeah. Is this stuff going up? Yeah. <laughs> Is it about to drop? Yeah. How are the technicals? Yeah. They got everything you need. You better chart your levels now. Everybody. Yeah. 
Oh. That's epic, man. How are you guys doing? We're getting better at these. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Nothing gets my creative juices flowing like a visit from, from you guys at Trade Pro. I know, right? Well, that's so awesome. Thank you. I was about to say, every time we come on, wow, that's, it just, he just comes with it. Yeah, one of these days I'm not going to know if it's, I'll be like, so what? This is just a song. It's Backstreet Boys. I'm going to confuse you for the actual song. I was trying to pick out the super high uh, harmony that you're singing. I couldn't find it. I'll have to listen to it again when it's not getting compressed. It's, uh, yeah, it's there, but you just don't hear it because it's a five part harmony. So it's hard to pick them out, but it's there. So you had to lay out five different tracks. <laughs> I did. I did. Damn, I- <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the shop. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. Thank you for having us. Doing well, doing well. How's uh, how's you guys' year ending up? Uh, you've been crushing it for most of the year, from what I've been seeing. Um, well, for me, I've kind of decided to take the rest of December off. I prematurely finished the year. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, I needed some rest. It's kind of getting worn down, and my son's staying home from daycare for the last two weeks. So, you know, I. I needed it. I needed a break. I figured like it was time to work on myself. You know how sometimes you just keep trading, keep trading, and you forget that, hey, I got to work on myself too. I got to do that tomorrow with the dental appointment. <laughs> Not looking forward to it. <laughs> Could have a nice smile. Right. But uh, yeah, like that. that's what I've been doing. It's been a good, it's been a good, I'll tell you this, to be honest with you, I'm kind of relieved this year's ending. Yeah. Why is that? It's, yeah. It's just been a challenging year with... Like a lot of stuff for me personally, like market's been great, but just a lot of like stop and go and, you know, different areas of my personal life. So everything's mm. finally kind of coming to a point. Everything's settled down. I'm back into a routine. So I'm excited for next year. How old's your son? Was he, was he born this year? Uh, I was 15 months, but he started to become a human this year, right? Like yeah. the first couple of <laughs> months are just like a blob of meat. And <laughs> now he can actually get into things. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, it's, <laughs> and today he put his first trade on. He did a 20 lot short on SIM. And uh, luckily it was on the SIM account because I was holding him. He's like, hey, hey, he's laughing at me. And I look at the stream deck and he's smashing the market sell order. Oh, and he built up <laughs> 20 lots in like eight seconds. And I'm like, man, this kid's going to be a trader for sure. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Baby's first trade. Well, how did the trade work out? Yeah, he's up. The market closed. I think it, well, it closed at five. He's up like, let me see here. Ah, uh, oh, he was up. Now he's down. Oh, you're letting him ride? <laughs> yeah. But I'm teaching him a lesson because he didn't put a, a, a stop loss on. This is just a market short with no stop. Oh, he didn't have a bracket? Ah. No, I guess mm. he hit the, the bracket to save God, he's trading like a baby. <laughs> right? <laughs> Vico, uh, what about you, man? How'd your, how'd your year finish off? Um, really good actually. So <clears throat> at the beginning of the year, I didn't really like do too much. Like I was, I was up, but like not that much. Then the last, I think three months was like maybe 90% of my yearly gains. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you've been smashing it lately. Also, congratulations <laughs> on hitting a thousand Twitter followers. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The, the end of the year has been great. Like when the movement came back in. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Uh, I started training futures and options at the same time, pretty much. So that's helped a lot um, when the movement came back. But overall, yeah, I'm kind of like George said, I'm kind of ready to just like be done for the year, take like a little break and then restart the next year fresh. I think this is our first year with futures. So we have no idea what to expect coming into the close of the year, but it sounds like it's not going to be a good time to be trading anyway. (laughs) It might be. It might not be like you never know, right? 
Yeah. Um, last, I don't really know what last year it did, but this year I know George posted this in the Discord room, but I've been seeing this around a lot, like recently that this year people are um, reminded of like what happened in 2018 where we dumped and then just rallied pretty much, what was it like boxing day or something? Mm-hmm. And rallied like 30% right after that. Oh, so wow. we'll see anything could happen, right? You could expect nothing and then just, then you get a 30% move in a couple of months. Yeah. But wouldn't that require Biden, uh, basically humiliating Powell on Twitter <laughs> for trying to raise interest rates and stopping him or. <laughs> uh, I don't Trump. know what it'll take, but. <laughs> Trump would have annihilated him. Trump oh, would have like Jerome Powell would be doing the press conference with two black eyes. If Trump was still. <laughs> Pardon? After today, oh my god. Yeah, after November third, the first tapering. It's like he wouldn't have said tapering before the slap would have connected with Donald Trump's tiny hands. You would have heard the slap in the FOMC meeting yeah. that would have been typed out. <laughs> well, it wouldn't slap. be too loud because Trump's got small hands. <laughs> what did five fingers say to Jerome Powell? Slap. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, that's good. What's next for Trade Pro coming up in twenty twenty two? Oh, oh, man, wow. like, uh, we got a lot. Like, Vicky and I are super excited. Vicky, I feel like you had something on the tongue right away. I got stuff, too, but why don't you go first on this one? Oh, I, I, I was just I was just saying, oh, man, like, we got a lot. Um, <laughs> there's, I, I think I think this has been, like, a huge year of learning, pretty much, like, like revisiting a lot of concepts, because, like, over the past two years, I would say, we didn't spoil it, just, like, upside, right? Anyone can make money mm-hmm. in the market now recently over the past like few months it's been it's been different where you realize okay like i need to be good at so and so like actually being able to read the market to actually make money in this market right so Mm -hmm. i feel like that disconnect has become like so much more visible um to a lot of people where it's like a lot of people are are used to that um just like crazy rally you buy anything pretty much and it goes now all of a sudden you have names that were up like 200% last year that are down like 70% from highs in two months. You're like, holy shit, like, you know, what do I do? no one knows what to do with that. If you don't mind me jumping in real quick. I just want to say that I feel like Dan and I in the last couple of months have really started to actually see everything come together for us. Oh yeah. Uh, after taking your guys' courses at TradePro, I think that actually that really set us up to be able to actually be able to start capitalizing now at this point. So I think that's kind of interesting that you know, what you see is the market ch- conditions changing has actually been the point where we actually start yeah. doing better. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's wild. Like when when you could literally just buy any stock that's the three initials of your name no, and it goes up like right. the next day, you don't really need education, right? It's like you already know it. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is you don't know what you don't know. And like Vicky and I have been in this business a long time now. And like, you know, what inevitably happens is people seek education when not knowing what what to do stops working right because right. when you don't know what you're doing it's actually an edge at the beginning you mm-hmm. can't go wrong right you're super confident yeah. and then yeah. as you discover that this market thing is a little bit more than than just ego and it goes much deeper it's like that's when you discover the need for education when things stop working the way they have ironically though that that's the time that like we're busiest with our community members it's like when markets are dumping you know, that's when we're going all in, Victorio and I. That's when our workload increases to help them as much as possible to, like, you know, see a different way of... You can, you can still make money in the dump, in fact, more. And so mm-hmm. it's like our business is inversely correlated to a bull market. 
And there's a saying, don't confuse bulls for brains. The more markets go up, the less people need education. And inevitably, there comes a correction and everyone's like, I need to learn. (laughs) That's interesting, yeah. Vico, are you building a house? Uh, we we catch you. At the right <laughs> oh my god! Time. Almost done. Was, yeah, sorry. These like the people upstairs. They just like everyone's wearing heels today, and like they're just moving furniture around. Like, oh, George, you need to spring for a better office. Yeah. Oh man! Oh well, yeah. we are. We're working on that. Is this an office, Victoria? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> How can you concentrate with it? I can't. I couldn't hear myself think. Like it was way louder before I jumped on the call. Listen, Vic, you're single. Heels are a good thing, right? Right. Well, it depends on who's wearing it. <laughs> oh, man. Is it a pretty girl named Russell? <laughs> There's 2,000 of them. <laughs> oh, nice. Good old market jokes. Uh, sorry. Okay. So you started to uh, tell us what you had coming up, uh, Vico, before I so rudely cut you off to promote you guys. But yeah. So, like, I noticed, like, a lot of. Traders are uh, like I wouldn't say getting exposed, but like the the knowledge in the market is like seen very evidently over like the past few weeks, especially like for mm-hmm. example, like I'm looking at a chart of the Nasdaq right now. On November 22nd, we hit a high. From that high, in about what like a week's time, we had dropped about eight percent, right? And then mm-hmm. about I don't know, like two days after that, we rallied like six percent. And then today, let's see today, how much we drop? Today we dropped another 4%. So like we're getting swings of over 5%, like 4 to 5% on average over like a week or two of time, right? And this happens with them daily. And people don't understand like the, the change in like both gamma and the actual like market sector rotation. Like for example, like we noticed that... Um, money was rotating out of big tech and out of like these growth names and into like value names. Like why is Coke and Pepsi up? Like where are these boomer names right. up? And once like we notice a lot of that and like how people are so like distant from like the reality of like trading and like the market, because what had been served to them on a plate like the past two years, it just becomes like that more evident that there is an opportunity to like help people in that respect by like making more content, making more like advanced courses in that material so like that's that's like a big portion of 2022 like a lot of that content aspect that's going to be provided online like um the additional new, like new courses uh, like order flow courses like deep into the order flow course stuff um like being able to kind of anticipate these kind of moves like how do we catch bottoms and tops right before they even happen it's it's all based on just like the fundamental process of like order flow, right? Mm-hmm. So not that many people. There are a lot of people that do understand that and post that on like social media and stuff and like elsewhere on their like channels and whatnot, but like it's not the vast majority of people. And like George and I were talking about like a potential um, high fragile moment in the markets in the next coming years. And like that one creates a lot of opportunity for people, but for those people who still have money by that time, right? Right. If you're used to just like yeah. buying the dip and like the Fed will save you, it's probably not going to be the same this time around. Right. So there's just like a lot, of, a lot of opportunity that was like presented over the past few months for the coming year to like provide more value, I think. I mean, it almost yeah. kind of feels like a 2009 situation starting to brew again. Seems like it, right? Oh, yeah. man. It feels like 2007 at the moment, right? With like right. this peak the, euphoria. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. So like next year, what we want to do like is is to improve those courses, right? Because we've complete, com- we've c- created, <laughs> can't talk today. We've created <laughs> kind of complex training around order flow. But next year, we want to we're going to redo all the courses to make it simple to understand. They're still complex, you know, topics. But sometimes our courses come off as daunting. I'll be honest with you. Like you're not a hundred percent committed. You might look at it and turn away. Next year, we're going to start with the plan at the beginning and work backwards pretty much start with the trading plan explain it practice it we're going to make it a lot more involved so we're basically redoing a lot of the education cool thing at trade pro is when you buy the course once you get all future reiterations included with it mm-hmm. and then we don't delete anything so you have multiple courses over time and these days if you're not changing your education once a year and refreshing it 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 gets stale and flat out doesn't work like i haven't had to change this much as a trader as i have this past year i don't know if you guys have noticed it but like mm-hmm. I've changed so much about the way that I trade. And right now I'm in the middle this December of changing just about, I wouldn't say all of it. Like the core stays the same, but I'm redoing a lot of stuff. And I think that's necessary to to have an edge continuously. Continuous adaptation. Exactly. Uh, You guys also have a pretty big event coming up uh, middle of January. Is that correct? Oh yeah. The boot camp. Yeah. Uh, Super exciting, man. Very, I'm very excited. I, I told Vicky, I'm like, you know, this is the kind of event that I want to attend instead of host. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'd love to be a, a participant in it, but I think uh, you said all current members were were invited. To that too, right? Yeah, exactly. All current members um, have a pass, and then anyone who purchases a course into the end of the year or a trading room subscription gets a, a free ticket as well. Um, so that's kind of an added incentive we've added to. We've included to start the year off right with a, a bit of a boot camp, re-energize, refocus, and just kick some ass 2022. And let's make a note and make sure that this gets uh, released on the Christmas side of the, the two parts. So that way uh, people have at least another week to, to purchase to get yeah, yeah. to get into that. Oof, don't want I, this going out on New Year's Eve. I, I, yeah. I, I just hope I yeah, can do you. enough push-ups and running to, to get through the boot camp because that's what stops me. <laughs> <laughs> I did boot camp. It wasn't that bad. Do you know how much hot sauce you ate in 10 minutes? You can do this. This is more of a mental thing. It's you know, true. I was eating more of that hot sauce, by the way. Like that tea hot masala is so day. good. I've, I've been putting it in. My, not the next day. It was the next week. Next week. Okay. Dan was was by far more impacted by by the, the challenge than you were. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. trying to. Dan's supposed to send me his the hottest one that he had because I don't think the hottest one that I had is the same one he did. I mean, they're the same bottle and same labels, but I don't think I don't think I got the same experience he did. I did notice his bottles were all clear liquid inside, so I don't know if it was water or vodka. But, uh, <laughs> it's a mix of both. A mix of both. My grandfather's recipe. Well, I think uh, we are getting to attend that uh, boot camp too. Is that am I uh, am I being too no. presumptuous? No, no, no. Where'd you hear that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, we were, pl- we've actually cleared our schedule. So if we are able to go to that, we are really looking forward to it and hoping to write some uh, content. Oh, shit. You might want to call those people back. We might want to get, no, for sure. We we're we'd be honored to have you guys on board. Obviously that, that invites extended to all of our current members and especially you guys. So oh, yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to having you there. I'm going to bring my guitar and try to turn all the lessons into songs. <laughs> Help everybody remember. Ooh. All right. So Dan, we're actually doing it in February. <laughs> <laughs> 2023. All right. January 17th. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, yeah. 
You guys have any uh, any bold predictions you want to make for the next year? Yeah, I do actually. Oh, other than Twitter at seventy five. Yeah, that that's one of them. Uh, so <laughs> this is this is how I, I anticipate the next year going. Um, I think we get a pretty slow bleed to the upside. Um, tag anywhere between forty nine hundred and five thousand on the S and P. We start to see a sector rotation back into tech at that point. Um, names that were beaten down because of like tax loss um, into the end of the year, small caps. Usually that's what happens with small caps have the, have the best, best time of their lives uh, early year. Mm-hmm. Um, because like realistically, if you think of it from like a money manager's perspective, if you have like names like PayPal and whatnot that they bought at like 300, you can't necessarily show your client that you bought it at 300 sitting at 190 right now, right? Right, um, right. So they want to clear like a lot of those names that got beaten down, they're getting cleared from the books, they're going to get re-added because realistically, like PayPal, Disney, those are pretty strong names. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be an opportunity for those like names that are good fundamentally um, to get a pickup. Uh, and I think that's going to run its course into like maybe late February, March, April, who knows at that point somewhere. Um, I'd need to see like utilities actually start dropping until then. And then I feel like there might be like some stagnation and then we start to get like noise from the Fed. Once they start increasing rates and they do surprise rate hikes, I think that's when things get kind of sour. Um, if inflation continues to rise at the expected pace by, what was it like June, let's say. They're, they're anticipating a June hike, right? So I'm just going to mm-hmm. say well, June to September, maybe we start to see some like bad stuff happening. But until then, until like March, I think, I think we get like, like 10 weeks, like based on like order flow and everything, it's, it's pointing pretty bullish until then, which is like, I guess pretty short term, like, like two, three months, right? That's not that long term, but there's like, there's a lot of anticipated buying on the flow side of things. It's just tech looks, looks terrible. Like if you look at um, the market breadth on tech, which is. Um, which stocks are performing well versus which ones aren't, right? Whether it's above the 50-day average, above the 200-day average, whatever that may be. There's a thing called the McClellan Oscillator. So I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yeah. But it pretty much just measures the market breadth, right? Mm-hmm. So it's based on declining and advancing. And if you take a look at NASDAQs, for example, the breadth of the tech sector is is as low as it was in the 2019 dump and the 2020 quote-unquote crash. Right. So it's pretty bad. Like the things at all-time highs, it's up 10,000 points almost since the last time the breath was this low. So it's looking pretty bad for tech, which is a large majority of the market, right? Seven, almost 77% of NASDAQ is below its 200-day moving average. Which I is believe it. bad. I'm like, I think it's, I don't know the exact number, but around like 80 ish percent of like big fund. Well, I think about like 80% of holdings and like hedge funds and big funds right now are concentrated in the spy Apple and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. So it's like you saw what happened to Apple today, right? Apple gets one little piece of bad news, the whole market tanks like 3%. <laughs> so like, like, if you open up, if you just. Google right now Finviz and you look at the heat map, what do you see? You see tech just dark red, right? 
Um, you have Microsoft down almost 3%, Apple down 4%, NVIDIA down 7%, Intel surprisingly up, um, Qcom down 6%, AMD down 5%, CRM down 3%, Google down 1%, Facebook down 2 Disney, wow. Netflix down. Then you look at financials and you have everything green. You look at healthcare, everything's green. Energy, pretty green, right? You got mm-hmm. your consumer defensive, relatively green. Industrials are green. Um, where utilities, utilities, utilities are green, green right? Mm-hmm. So you're getting you're getting late cycle action right now. These are these are late cycle moves, right? If utilities are green, a lot of these are green, and then tech is getting slapped in the head, and that's not that's not like early cycle or mid cycle. Again, the late cycle move in. Um, in asset rotation, right? In sector rotation. So it is it is concerning, right? Um, to a degree. I don't want, like, I honestly have a lot of cash right now because I had um, about like 30, 40% of my portfolio in like those big growth names, right? Mm-hmm. I did hold Unity, like I had um, TTD, Etsy, right? Like I had a lot of those. And the best thing I did all year, I think, right, from all the mistakes that I've learned from was put trailing stops on them. Right. So, like, no matter what had happened, I would just walk away with a gain, right? And they, they've they been tanking. So, thank God I got out of those at, at a positive. And now mm-hmm. I'm just sitting in, like, heavy cash because I didn't pick up. I, I picked up some when I saw the sector rotation, but I didn't pick up that many of those, like, value names. But I think, like... Based on that, there there is like there is a good potential for some kind of like larger turn. I don't know if it's going to be a crash necessarily, but there there is a potential for for a larger dump in the markets. I am going to break that lady's heels just so you know. I know that's ridiculous. <laughs> is it like extremely extremely bad? It's oh louder than you are. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get her a pair of Crocs. Vicky, will you deliver them to her if I buy her a pair of Crocs? We should just get her a tread. We should get her a treadmill. If she's gonna be running around this much. She hasn't stopped walking. Uh, what is going like, on up there? Yeah, that office is not that big. You know, I know that office. <laughs> like to be walking that much. That office is full of assholes. That's all I know. <laughs> Fun encounters for sure. <laughs> Vicky, when you were saying all that stuff, man, I got to tell you, bro, because I don't trade with Victorio every day. He runs the option stuff. I, try, I trade futures. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, Vicky, you, I, I don't want to use the word actually, but you're smart, man. That's good. I know, right? <laughs> That's such a good read of the market. Like, I don't, I don't know if I can contribute to anything. I had three things I was going to say as my bold predictions. One of them was all of that, what Victorio said. <laughs> now I'm left with two. <laughs> Well, I was I gonna. Think, I thought we were gonna get something silly, but no, we got like a, a ten minute, informed. you know, economics lecture. Like, <laughs> damn it! Well, you guys, you guys wanted it. I've been studying, man. I've been reading shit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, George. What What are your other two then? Other than apart from everything that Vicky just said, you should clip Victorio's speech there and send it to like the Economist or something, yeah. or save it for a smart episode. Yes, doing. <laughs> We'll send uh, it to but, Market Watch. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Vicky completely. By the way, I'm sorry, guys. My son's here, so he might make a, a sound. He might make an appearance on the podcast. He wants royalties. Hopefully, he's not wearing heels. Yeah, is he wearing heels? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Not Say hi, Isaiah. Oh, he he's shy. Hey, um, use a stop, th- Isaiah. Use a stop. Come on now. No, I'm sorry. Use a, yeah. Oh, my God, Isaiah, you shorted 20 contracts, and I got to tell you, you didn't use a stop. You're down. 
Your college fund is already depleted from the other shenanigans. <laughs> Blew it out. <laughs> Guess what? No baby food this week, and you got to get the cheap diapers. <laughs> yeah, diapers. You get the washcloth for a week. <laughs> and you got to wash it by hand. Uh, the other two predictions I was going to make are the number one, and I honestly believe this, uh, China Shop podcast hits 1 million downloads in 2022. I see it for you guys. Holy oh, you got to help us with our marketing then. Yeah, you got to give us some tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! One thing we're good at with Vicky is trading. One thing we've been trying to get help with is that ourselves. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really wrong, but, uh, if you find something that works, let us know. <laughs> look, look at what Joe Rogan does: bring controversial guests and get banned on YouTube. I was thinking maybe we should start doing some content about anti-vaxxing or. No, <laughs> 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 yeah, some of the good hot though. button items. Welcome to Flat Earth Trading. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> we don't believe in cycles because there's no such thing as circles. <laughs> yeah, and the the other prediction is I I agree with Vic. I think that we're gonna swipe the highs. I think there's too many people right now that are bearish to go down. Mm-hmm. So I do think we get that explosive upward movement where like even the shorts are like, okay, I've been short the last four years. I'm an idiot. I'm going to buy this market. And and that's the top right there. Because, you mm-hmm. know, markets crash from highs, not from lows. So I do think there's one more like blow off top coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's going to get interesting, right? With all this tapering, with all this intent to be hawkish. Um, I think next year, 2022, is the year the new traders that started trading after COVID discover why this business is hard right because they read online and and they're told that hey you know this isn't easy it takes a long time and they're like i'm not experiencing that i'm buying bitcoin at fifty thousand, selling it at 55 right right right. i think next year's year they're gonna they're gonna there's gonna be a big learning opportunity but i think it's good because until you have that learning lesson can't make it a career and the earlier you have it the cheaper it is so uh you know that that's Less eloquently and detailed than Victoria's answer, but we're on the same page. We had that chat today in Discord, and and you know I think times are going to be a bit tougher. Um, if you kind of look at the economy as well, the market and and the real economic wealth of the everyday person globally has diverged for a very long time. Right, and I think those two come together. Either suddenly people are going to make forty percent more income. <laughs> or the market's going to drop that amount. And I'll let you guys guess. <laughs> Which is, is more likely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it to the listener to put that together. <laughs> just, they just need to pay more taxes. <laughs> yeah, pay your fair share. Say yeah. the people paying 7% annually. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you want to talk about controversial. Yeah, we can get to a quick tax lesson. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, like- we'll, we'll skip that. I'll uh, do that for another time. <laughs> I was gonna say I got a prediction. I think Trade Pro is gonna have a record year this year coming up. Oh, uh, we're ready for it. I think if we can hit one million downloads, we'll definitely be helping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like to be the the catalyst that that drives that, but uh, I don't think you guys need us. <laughs> Unless you guys are like, well, now there's money into this, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, now all of a sudden they're going to be marketers. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. well, well, our our marketing plan so far has been ride Vico's coattails to Twitter fame. Yes, and yeah. that has not been working so far. It's not working. Vico, I'm you right now. Have you started shit posting yet? By the way, I haven't started shit posting. I'll start shit posting soon. What is that Ooh. anyway? 
It's just like random posts, like zero value added to the community. Oh, anyway. oh. oh that's okay. I think Isn't I stopped Twitter? doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> yes. That's that's my default post right there. I think I think I'm honestly criminally underfollowed. Like Yes, you are. I'm yeah. I'm out here giving plans and whatnot. Everything's just it's out there in the open. The only thing I don't do is is run a live trading room. Victorio, you got to dumb it down, bro. I've told you this. Your tweets are far too intelligent for most people. You know, like you give Wait, them the up? reasons. Well, you just you, gotta... No, no, no. He's been doing that. He's been doing that for you. What's so, what's so intelligent about this? Let me, let me, let me just break down one of these tweets seven hours ago. Yes, I get logged ninety nine. My stop is ninety five. That you have a stop. Like this implies. Boom! Shorts eat it. Shorts eat it below this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely entertaining. You got to get that Jim Cramer energy. You just be like, long, long, long at ninety nine. Stops are for suckers. <laughs> Maybe honestly, Vicky, I agree though. You are criminally underfollowed. I think the value you bring is like uh, insane. Like the number of tweets that you do, and like none of them are, are BS. You know what I mean? It's yep. all just straight value. It's actually so many tweets, but I know, I know, like like social media and stuff like messes with the algorithms. Like I know a few other like fin like popular fintwit traders were talking about that they're like my um my like algo like what is it the analytics like on tweets like um what are they called uh, engagement scores and like impressions yeah. has been like severely dropped and that's due to the algorithm right the algorithm just posts like random things now like even my feed like i don't want to see any of this crap they're just no, like spamming my feed I'm like what where's the actual value that i wanted yeah i finally got mine built back up to where i'm getting mostly you guys in unusual whales again <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i think social media has honestly become not an outlet for being social but but an, it, it's become the new news networks like there's and I don't know if this is going to be trouble or controversy. Feel free to edit this out, guys. But, you know, like there's so much censorship going on that like I, I would be blown away if the numbers of people using social media are really up. Like if they really open up the book and they're like, show mm-hmm. us year over year, you know, it's like it just seems so much more spammy and body. And, and it's like it's all political peddling these like BS narratives, right? Like. Bring it it's back more the than value. that too. It's more than that. A lot of the people are getting paid to post things on there too. Yeah, like, yeah there's a big business in social influencers. Influencers. What? Anyways, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's depressing though. I was just actually having this conversation with the wife not too long ago, and like the news networks and like how they basically fuck themselves when they let the Daily Show do a better job of telling the news than they were back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, and it's just been yeah. downhill from there. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very clever way to look at it. Yeah. Love it. But I yeah, that- Vicky, in a regular world, bro, you should be at at least like 150k followers. Yeah. Well, that's still, I'm still going to post like value and whatnot. If people find me, they find me. But um, the real value is in, I feel like, the, the Discord communities and whatnot. But I won't get too much into that right now. Well, we've got links for all that stuff in the description. Yeah. People people who listen to us know where to find you guys. Can I just bring up one last thing, too? Like, I yeah. know we beat this horse to death, but I, I think one of the things that Im- impact traders on social media is that we're losing our critical thinking and very, yeah. very quickly. Like, I'm seeing it in real time, and it's really scary. It's like, you know, there's a reason we want signals. There's a reason we want to be fed all these things. You know, it's like 
we're losing the critical thinking. And there's things that come across social media that's so handcrafted for us by neurologists that spend all this time developing algorithms to hook you in. Right. right? We all see a different version of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like we're losing that critical thinking ability. And I think that in itself is what's going to cause like a big down market moment when people realize, oh my God, like what I thought was reality is my version of reality <laughs> well, <laughs> that right. I've been propelling. It's we, not just social media too. It's even Google. Google tailors your search results. You can Google something and have your wife do it. You get two different yep, top results. Two different results. <laughs> yeah. You know. Sorry, Dan. Go ahead. The the social media echo chamber. It's it's rough. We our last episode. I ended up talking about it, but Kyle and I actually beforehand had to discuss whether or not I should tell people that I think AMC is about to drop. Right. Like just yep. reading the technicals and saying like, oh no, this is what the data is saying, not me. Like that, that became a risk, right? Because it's not what the AMC apes <laughs> want to hear. You bring up a very good point, actually. So, were you guys on that spaces on Twitter? No, we never. The the, AM, the AMC uh, spaces, like where the, yeah, spaces are actually really cool. I love spaces, but um, regardless of that, they did a space on AMC, right? Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much just like bull propaganda for AMC. This is another thing to bring out for the next year, right? Yeah. So. It was it was just a bunch of like bulls on AMC talking about how this stock should be worth at least like fifty dollars. Some people like a hundred. Some people in the thousands, with like no like financial literacy or like background to actually suggest that that was the case. Right? Didn't right. didn't like all the executives dump like most shares? <laughs> they yeah, a lot. their CFO dumped every one of his shares. Exactly right. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was. I didn't think it was a CEO, but I didn't want to make that mistake. It's so I wasn't CFO. too sure about it. But CEO did sell some. CF, CEO sold some. CFO sold all. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So smart. If that's, not, uh, if that's not bearish, then I don't know what is. <laughs> right. You right. know, like you can't, like you can't, like you can't hold a company like that and expect it to like continue to squeeze or like go up like that. That like cult following has become like really, really bad in the in the like trading world and like the financial world where they like just people think that um, they're responsible as retailers for moving like a multi billion or million dollar stock. Right. Right. It like that kind of like irresponsible behavior is what's going to get a lot of people killed in the next potential crash that may or may not come next year or the year after, right? Well, the real hope is that the people who got interested in the market, you know, through the meme stocks end up, you know, searching for that information and try to improve no, themselves. for sure. Like, like anyone who flukes it when they go to bed deep down, like they know... Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, like this is kind of fluke profit. And I don't only say that because I know how that feels, you know, like mm-hmm. I started out making like decent money. Like, I don't really know that much, but I'm doing good and the money's great, but I'm not going to rely on it because like if you're doing so much trading, why don't you quit your job? Because you don't trust yourself outside of the confinement of, of the system of a job. Right. So it's like, you know, it, and I think this is this is interesting. I, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but. Very quickly, here's the evolution of, of, a, of a retail trader. First, they start out with a stock, and they don't want to tell anyone about it because they right. have money, right? And they have a new stock. They're like, this is a hot tip I won't share with anyone. Then they spend 50% of their money. They're like, no, don't tell anyone. Then they see other people starting to learn about the stock. They spend all their money. Now they don't have any more money. What do they have? Influence. So what do they mm-hmm. do? Now they start telling people, 
oh, you should buy some. <laughs> you know, like the, the first <laughs> yeah. question that I ask people is when they tell me you should buy this stock, I ask them, are you out of money for the stock? Do you have more or are you full long? <laughs> because if you're out of money to buy the stock, no wonder you're telling me to buy it. You need someone to buy it. You don't have capital. OPM, other people's money, right? So it's like, yeah. I think we're at the stage of, of this market cycle where like I'm seeing comments on our YouTube channel, guys, that like, like you should buy crypto. It's like, okay, you're not uh, promoting a yeah. service, not yeah. promoting anyone. Like, you buy Bitcoin. It's like, that smells desperate. You know what I mean? And right. I think this is why Vicky and I talked about this. We have this idea where like sometime soon we're going to get a pretty big pullback. It's just like the cycle that we're in, it's getting like dangerous almost. Mm. I know a lot of big traders who are scared, right? And it's weird to think that at an all-time high, but like, but scared in terms of like, I'm scared to put on a big long position. I know I'm late. So I got to wait it out. I've been scared since December started. <laughs> I've been scared since oh, 1985. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Kyle, I've got a, I've got a thing that I got to get to. I want to keep talking for another 30 minutes, but, uh, I, do we, too. I was thinking we might as well just turn this into its own episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying I can't, I have to go. You guys can keep talking. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, there's, you have to stop the recording, though. Mm. So, yeah, okay. we should just wrap this up then. We'll, let, right. them, we'll let these guys get back to their family and the the clomping right? secretaries upstairs. <laughs> I think when you guys have us on our podcast, you start out with like 10 questions. And then the second one, you had like six. And now we can't even get through more than like two or three. This is <laughs> this yeah. is the kind of group that we are. Yeah. Well, what's, we- happened, what's happened, too, is I think we actually understand what you're saying now. Yeah, it's the first time we talked to you. We had no clue what was going on. <laughs> so you're able to ask follow-ups and really expound on some of the ideas. Man, you guys have come so far, and I know sometimes when you're in it, it's hard to recognize it. But just from like the participation, the questions, like the chats that we have, like congrats to you guys. Like you just did something new, and you're owning it. Like not many people do it that way. So george we just had the the real big aha moment um within the last couple months we started introducing a segment in the 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 podcast where we look at you know multiple stock tickers and then give technical analysis on it levels of what we want to see break or retest or and what we think the stock can do and like our hit rate is just incredible looking back and actually reviewing all those i think i sent you one of the the write-ups we did yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, but it's been it's been two months of that, and then I I think uh, Dan was feeling a little down uh, uh, earlier in the month, and I had to you know, show him all these. Like Dan, this is the last month's worth of picks, and look what they all did. Like no, we, we are there, <laughs> and it wouldn't have been possible without you know Trade Pro Academy. So yeah, thank you guys, and I think you bring up a good point. I know we're trying to wrap it up really quick, but I think that for next year, I think every trader should make it a mission to have somebody that they could talk. to too about this stuff because when mm-hmm. we start trading we keep it a secret from people you know and it's like it's the wrong way to do it. it's actually a team sport individual player but a team sport and having those moments like i have crap moments too i've gone to victoria many times this year i'm like bro like what 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 a stupid day what a stupid trader i can't believe it's me you know <laughs> and like having a pillar <laughs> of support like that is very important because that's the difference between being able to come back or not having the capital to do so so I think, you know, to wrap up the episode from my standpoint for next year, if you guys are getting ready to trade or take it to the next level, you got to have somebody that's an accountability partner. Everybody has it at every level. At the top levels, traders mm-hmm. have each other. So yeah. we should be able to, to do the same for next year. 
Hell yeah. Uh, you can find that on Trade Pros Discord or our Discord or, you know, somewhere else. Find somebody, though. Find somebody you can talk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lonely world, man. Like, there's a lot of traders because we look at trading every day, but, you know, out there, there's not that many people that do what we do successfully. And it's mm-hmm. not likely that there's somebody in your neighborhood that does the same thing. So you just yeah. got to connect online, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Thank God for the internet. Thank God for the internet. And on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we got to kick you out of the shop, but you know you're always invited anytime you want to come by. We love having you here. We're very grateful for your presence. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Love you all, and have a great uh, end to the year and start to next one. Cheers. Bye, guys. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.